Ladies and gentlemen, if you're ready for some fantasy hockey streaming advice, it's time for the most styling, profiling, wheeling and dealing, jet flying, limousine riding podcast in all the land. It's the reigning, defending, undisputed fantasy hockey streaming champion of the world. It's the stream Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to the greatest fancy hockey podcast that focuses on streaming players for the upcoming week. It's the stream scheme. We won't be talking about your superstars like your Sidney Crosby's or your Timo Myers here. No sirree, Bob. Here we get down to the nitty gritty, the dark depths of fantasy hockey that those other podcasts are too scared to touch. The stream scheme is presented by the greatest fancy hockey podcast in the world, Keeping Carlson, and we often refer to the toughest league in the world, the Keeping Carlson Ultimate Patron Fantasy League, aka the Cupful. Hopefully everyone is coming off a win, and hey, even if you're not, there's still a great reason to turn that frown upside down, and I bet you guys can guess why I am in such a good mood. The unsurprising reason is because the NHL came out with their revamped schedule, and there was much rejoicing because Yahoo finally took that previous month-long February matchup and split it up into three separate matchups. So that means more fantasy matchups. Woohoo! Free fantasy hockey, baby! And so you guys already know, we here at the Stream Scheme are absolutely over the moon about that, and I gotta imagine managers who are around a 500 record or worse are thrilled as well because that's just more time that you have to come back and secure your spot in the playoffs. Those teams that started out hot and are desperately trying to hang on to their playoff spots, eh, sorry, not sorry, buddy. Anyone who's bummed that there are more matchups clearly doesn't listen to the stream scheme, so you're in the right spot because we got you with those extra matchups. But before we get into this week's picks, we got to see how we did last week because not only do we got to see what we do with those guys going forward, but more importantly, we are all about accountability here at the stream scheme. Jeff Skinner slayed it for us this week, just like a number one streamer pick should. He had six points in four games with a bunch of shots as well. And even though Jeff Skinner is, you know, still getting that primo deploymento down there in Buffalo and he's putting up monster numbers and all that good stuff. I think I would drop him. Buffalo has a bad schedule next week and for the two-week matchup after that. So I think you can drop Jeff Skinner, but keep him on your watch list to maybe snag him again towards the middle of February. But still, thanks for the incredible week, Jeff Skinner. Anton Lundell was a bust this past week, and yeah, in hindsight, picking a third liner who was as hot as humanly possible was probably a bad choice. I will accept the appropriate share of the blame here, but hey, let's call a spade a spade. The Panthers also deserve a bit of the blame here, too. Only one goal against the Flames and only one goal against some jobber that Vancouver pulled out of the stands. It's this kind of weekly performance 
performance that will keep Florida from truly becoming an elite team. So yeah, should go without saying, but definitely drop Anton Lundell. Trevor Moore absolutely pooped the bed this week as well. Same thing here for Moore as it was for Lundell. A bad player playing over their head is not sustainable, apparently. Who knew? Although for Moore, he's on a team that isn't very offensive in the first place, which makes this pick even worse and makes me sad thinking about it. So, Trevor Moore, smell you later, smell you later forever. Joel Farabee had a good game Tuesday, but was a little stinker in his other two games before he got injured, so hopefully you can at least slide him into your IR, but if you can't do that, then you can certainly drop Joel Farabee. He played three out of his four games, so I generally count those picks when that happened, so I gotta call this one here a loss for Joel Farabee. Oliver Wallstrom had a good game on Monday with an assist and five shots, and it was looking like this pick was well on its way to victory despite only playing 11 minutes in that game. The next game, he did nothing, but it was looking like he was getting back to his normal time on ice at 16 minutes, right? And then Wallstrom only played eight minutes the next game and was straight up scratched on Saturday. I have no idea what Trotz is thinking. I did a a quick search to try and find out why it looks like Wallstrom is in the doghouse for whatever reason. Uh, it just sucks because the Islanders have a good schedule next week, but you just can't keep someone on your roster who might just randomly get healthy scratched. So a big fat loss here for Oliver Wallstrom, and you can drop him. Cam York had one assist this week, but that was about it. He even got benched on Tuesday mid-game, resulting in just 13 minutes of time on ice that game. But that was actually his best game, because that was the game that he had an assist. What in the heck is up with our guys getting benched this week? I don't know. But yeah, Cam York is off the top power play in Philly, so he's pretty much worthless. So a loss here on Cam York, but I regret nothing. Ben Sherratt had a pretty good week, and it's not often I say that for a streamer who hasn't scored a point all week long. He ended up getting 12 kickupful points over four games, which is the threshold that we generally have for defensemen, so that's a win here for Ben Sherratt. Not only that, but the Montreal Canadiens have another good schedule this next week, so I would recommend holding on to Ben Sherratt for at least one more week, and maybe this time he'll even pick up a point for us. Brian Dumoulin completely demolished it for us this past week. He was actually already having a pretty good week in terms of perifs before his game on Friday when he just went B-A-N-A-N-A-S with one goal and two assists to go on top of all of his perifs already. Just an absolute beauty of a week from Dumo. And I think I'm holding on to Dumoulin actually. He's not a perifs beast quite yet, but he certainly ain't no perifs boy, that's for sure. As long as he's healthy, he's going to be logging those heavy minutes, racking up those perifs, and getting some points every now and then as well. Plus, Pittsburgh has a great schedule next week, so I say hang on to Brian Dumoulin. Shallow League Streamer of the Week, Alex Tuck, had a fantastic week for us as well. So shout out to that top line of Buffalo for coming through for us. Alex Tuck had six points in four games, and the man just continues to produce, and it's starting to look like whoever picked up Tuck and held on to him until now is looking pretty smart in your league and will certainly 
threatened for pickup of the year. Although, to be fair, I also said that about Pavel Zaka last year, so uh, cool your jets, pal. But yeah, obviously you're hanging on to Alex Tuck probably all year long, most likely. And lastly, our ludicrous streamer of the week, Redeem Zahorna, was maybe one of my worst picks of all time. I mean, I know it's a ludicrous streamer, so... I don't feel that bad, but still, how in the living heck did I forget about Jason Zucker coming back from injury and Zahorna didn't even get to play in a game all week long, even after Zucker got injured again. Uh, But still, it was dumb, it was reckless, and I sincerely apologize to anyone who picked up Zahorna. So needless to say, a big fat loss here on the ludicrous streamer of the week. So overall, that's four for 10 this past week, which unfortunately gives us our second loss on the year, bringing our season long record to 10 and two. But you know what? That's okay. That was just a heat check week. And if you're not familiar with the basketball term, it just means whenever you're on a hot streak and every shot seems to be going in, you do a heat check just to see, you know, how hot you really are. And it's usually like an ill-advised shot. That's what last week was for me, a heat check week. And I certainly cooled off, but never fear. That just means that this week gets a Davy B guarantee that it's going to be a winning week coming up. You have my word. But enough pitter-patter, let's get at her. Let's get to the schedules for the upcoming week, starting with Monday, January 24th, 2022. On Monday, we have 14 clubs playing, 16 clubs play on Tuesday, 10 clubs playing on Wednesday, 20 clubs playing on Thursday, 10 clubs play on Friday, 22 clubs play on Saturday, and 14 clubs play playing on Sunday. The best schedule of the week, I'm going to call a tie between the Boston Bruins and the Colorado Avalanche. Both of those teams play on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, and yeah, Monday and Sunday are close, but we're making it official for both those teams. This week, both the Boston Bruins and the Colorado Avalanche have a stream of coming! about including the Dallas Stars as also having a streamagami, but they play on Tuesday, which has 16 clubs playing. Eh, maybe on a lesser week I would include that, but not this week. It's my streamagami, and I'll say who has it, all right? Get off my back. But still, a great schedule for the Stars, and there's also a slew of teams that have good schedules this week. There are 13 total teams that play four times this week. And I mean, don't get me wrong, we'll always take too many games over two little games but this week is definitely pushing that as it is packed to the gills the worst schedule of the week goes to the tampa bay lightning who only play twice this week with both of their games falling on both of the true busy days this week and some other teams with some bad schedules this week are the nashville predators the toronto maple leafs those two teams also only play twice but at least they have one off day game in there and also there's the edmonton oilers the florida 
Florida Panthers, the New Jersey Devils, the Ottawa Senators, the St. Louis Blues, the Vancouver Canucks, and the Winnipeg Jets all only play three times with just one off day game. So for those teams, that's not a huge deal if you have studs from those teams, but with so many teams having good schedules this week, you've gotta get rid of all of the fringe guys from those teams that i mentioned and of course i'm always down to give you guys advice on ads drops trades whatever the case may be feel free to hit me up on twitter at nhl stream scheme and i'm usually pretty quick with a response for you on there so without further ado let's get to the picks for the week for my top forward streamer pick of the week it is dan heinen of your pittsburgh penguins and i'll admit it my zahorna pick last week was embarrassing the penguins are my team and i completely screwed the pooch but i've never been one to shy away from embarrassment and i'm also a betting man so why not double down by not only picking another pittsburgh penguin that could completely poop the bed but not only that we're gonna make that guy the top streamer of the week Denton Yogurt Heineken which is his full legal name is a long dear friend of the show and I was over the moon whenever the Pittsburgh Penguins signed him he's been solid on the third line but now Zucker is back on IR once again and the Penguins are tired of Kapanen's crap so Pittsburgh's new second line consisted of Malkin obviously Evan Rodriguez and one Mr. Denton Heinen and I can't tell you how much I love that line it's so perfect and I'm mad that I didn't think of it myself before it actually came together now of course this is a big risk big reward pick here he might go off for four points and a bunch of shots this week or Heinen could very easily slot right back into his spot as a third line grinder but hopefully Kapanen stays down there on that third line he's really starting to grind my gears by the way but I digress so Heinen hopefully gets a week-long look on that second line during a week when the Penguins have one of the best schedules they play Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday for four games total with three off day games in there. He's only rostered right now in just 3% of leagues, which is really annoying because now I can't claim Heinen as a ludicrous streamer as my top pick, but oh well. The point is take a risk and ride with me on Danton Heinen this week. My second forward streamer pick this week is Mike Hoffman of the Montreal Canadiens. Montreal is just an amazing team for streamers right now because they had a bunch of postponements and because, well, you know, they stink. But here's a fun fact. Their points count just as much as points from good teams, and it worked for us when we streamed a couple of Sabres last week, so hopefully that trend continues for us here with Mike Hoffman this week. He's not on the top line, but he is top power play where he is a lethal weapon, and generally he's pretty good for shots but I would like to see him shoot a little bit more so hopefully his five shots in his last game keeps trending in that direction. The main reason I like Hoffman is their schedule this week. The Canadians play four times this week with two off day games in there but I really like their opponents. They play the Wild, the Ducks, the Oilers, and the Blue Jackets so I'm not particularly scared of any of those goalies and I don't know I just have a good feeling about the Habs this week. We'll see how accurate that hunch is but he's only rostered right now in just 15 percent of leagues so pick up Mike Hoffman my third forward streamer pick this week is Barclay Goodrow of the New York Rangers Goodrow is one of the few Rangers I don't hate 
yet. Perhaps after this week, that'll change. But for now, we're rolling with him. He's not playing with superstars. The Rangers decided to stack their top line with Zaban, Jad, Kreider, and Panarin. So he's playing with Strom on their second line. But I think I might actually prefer that deployment, to be honest with you. And here's why. Every single time we stream a Ranger, it's always like, man, check out this guy who's playing with Zabanjadder. Wow, if this guy's playing with Panarin, there's no way he doesn't get points. And time and time again, they fail us. So, hey, maybe the angle on the Rangers is to take the guys who aren't playing with the superstars. Who knows? But, yeah. Good Rowe was hot early in the month, then he missed a few games, and now he's been pointless in his last three, not even picking up a point during 20 minutes of ice time when the Rangers had seven goals against the Yotes. That is impressive, and that also makes his DUE through the roof, which frankly, I am all about this week after getting burned by those hot picks last week. Not only that, but the Rangers have one of the best schedules of the week, playing four times with three off-day games in there as well against the Kings, the Blue Jackets, the Wild, and the Kraken. So pretty good opponents there as well. He's only rostered right now in just 15% of leagues, so pick up Barclay Goodrow. My fourth forward streamer pick this week is Anthony Beauvillier of the New York Islanders. I would have had a winning week last week had I picked Beauvillier instead of Wallstrom. Thanks a lot, Trots, you butthead. But I did need an Islander last week just because of their schedule fit perfectly into my lineup. I put up a poll on Twitter. Should I get Beauvillier or should I go with Jean-Gabriel Pajot, who had top power play time? And to the credit of my followers, 67% of you chose Beauvillier. So good job, everyone who picked him. But yeah, I actually like him to keep it going this week. The Islanders also have a great schedule playing four times against the Flyers, the Kings, the Kraken, and the Wild, so I like those matchups there. He's only rostered right now in just 6% of leagues, so pick up Anthony Beauvillier. My fifth forward streamer pick this week is Logan O'Connor of the Colorado Avalanche. The reason for this pick here is quite simple. Logan O'Connor only has two points in 11 games, despite the Avs scoring 46 freaking goals <laughs> during that span. That's incredible. That's just not sustainable. I'm pretty sure. Well, at least that's what I'm betting on, at least, especially during a week when Colorado has the best schedule of the week, obviously, because they not only do they have a streamagami but because they play the Blackhawks twice and then they also play the Sabres and the Bruins so only the Bruins we really have to worry about there but otherwise three very juicy matchups for one of the best teams in the league He's only rostered right now in just 5% of leagues, so if you want to bank on the law of averages with me, then pick up Logan O'Connor this week. Moving on to defense, I apologize. I'm running late, so we're going to have to rocket ship through these defensive streamers this week. My top defensive streamer is Ryan Lindgren of the New York Rangers. He's usually good for hits and blocks, and so we're just hoping he can fall into some points as well this week. He's just 8% rostered. My second defensive streamer pick is Mike Matheson of the Pittsburgh Penguins, who's been on fire recently. So a little bit of a risky pick here, but I love the Penn schedule this week, so 
hopefully he can keep that going as he's 11% rostered right now. And my last defensive streamer pick is Braden McNabb of the Vegas Golden Knights. And I know we pick McNabb a lot as a streamer here, and I try to keep the picks fresh, but come on, the man is a perifs beast through and through and on a week when he has a good schedule you've just got to pick up Braden McNabb who is just 17% rostered right now the shallow league streamer of the week is Valerie Nachushkin of the Colorado Avalanche Nachushkin is technically just a regular streamer as he's only 19% rostered right now but I think it's fair putting Nachushkin as the shallow league streamer just because he's already rostered in every league I'm in and I've got to imagine he's rostered in most competitive leagues like I mentioned with Logan O'Connor the Avs have been scoring like crazy and have the best schedule of the week etc so this pick is a no-brainer so if you're in a shallow league and he is there, then I implore you to pick up Valerie Najushkan this week. And lastly, my ludicrous streamer of the week is Brandon Hagel of the Chicago Blackhawks. Fun fact, did you know Brandon Hagel is the fourth leading scorer on the Blackhawks this year? It's true. It's darn true. So feel free to use that one at parties to impress the ladies. But yeah, Hagel has 20 points this year and Chicago has rewarded his solid play by putting him not only on their top line, but their top power play as well. That's right. Hagel is getting that primo deploymento down there in Chicago. And yeah, Chicago only plays three times this week, sure, but at least it's all off days of Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So you can always drop him after that and pick up someone else for the weekend. He's a ludicrous streamer, so you know he's available pretty much everywhere at just 1% rostered right now. So if you're in a deep, deep league, then pick up Brandon Hagel. So there we have it. To recap, our streamers for the week starting on Monday, January 24th, 2022 are the following. Forward streamers, Danton Heinen, Mike Hoffman, Barkley Goodrow, Anthony Beauvillier, and Logan O'Connor. Defensive streamers, Ryan Lindgren, Mike Matheson, and Braden McNabb. Our Shallow League streamer of the week is Valerie Natrushkan. And our ludicrous streamer of the week is Brandon Hagel. Good luck to everyone this week. Feel free to hit me up on the Keeping Carlson Patron Discord server. Check out the Stream Scheme channel over there. Or you can find me on Twitter at NHL Stream Scheme. And make sure to follow our cousins Ben and Lewis at Short Shifts. And obviously at Keeping Carlson. And tune into their Megapod every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you everyone for listening and don't forget what the great Chris Pronger once said the future belongs to those who believe in their streams. See ya!